This is the 99X Technology Podcast. Tune in to RTN Tech Sessions every Thursday for practical approaches and solutions to all things tech. Hi guys, I am Bishan Madhavuda, your host for the day. Uh, welcome all listeners uh, to the weekly podcast of 99X Technology. Uh, today is our last episode on AWS. Uh, actually guys, I want you to let you know uh, that we have we what we have in our mind is pick a broad topic like AWS, Asia, Java, mobile developments, that kind of a broad topic and uh, give you a back-to-back four episodes on that broad topic. So uh, since we've uh, uh, putting our content on every Thursday, uh, so it will take a month uh, on a one uh, broad topic. So currently we have three episodes live and this is the fourth on AWS. So next week you will get a new uh, topic uh, to listen. So uh, I want you to uh, if you have any suggestions, please drop on. So, uh, last week uh, we briefed about AWS cost optimization. Hope you guys uh, uh, listen to it. Uh, today we're going to uh, uh, discuss about AWS CloudFront. So, joining me to the session, our AWS experts, uh, Dilantha and Sasita. Hi guys, uh, could you please uh, introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Dilantha. I work as a software engineer at 9 Technology. Uh, currently, I work at uh, Project Upnovay. So, in Upnovay, we are heavily uh, depend on AWS. So, literally, uh, we are deploying everything in AWS apart from some third party things. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Hi. Hi, I'm Sajida. Uh, I'm working as software engineer uh, at Dynamics. And at the moment, I'm working at Pack and Send, which is uh, mainly focused on uh, Azure services. But earlier, I was working with uh, AWS services. Okay, so sometimes you might come back for the Acer, Acer mm-hmm. uh, sessions as well, I think. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, to get things started, uh, guys, what is Amazon CloudFront? Yeah, uh, if I describe it in uh, like in simple words, uh, Amazon CloudFront is a content delivery network. So that uh, like any other content delivery network, we can use this for static content uh, delivery. So that we have uh, edge locations around the globe and uh, we can cache these uh, static contents in these edge locations and uh, like any other web service from AWS so we have like AWS console and API to get started with this quickly uh, uh, and uh, we don't have like uh, uh, like minimum cost or something so we will pay as you go like any other AWS uh, services and apart from being a static uh, content delivery network uh, we can like uh, put like uh, origin uh, servers so that we can deliver dynamic content as well so that uh, let's say that uh, if I if you have that uh, general use cases that uh, we we will have like uh, something uh, like for the front end we will have a static uh, website uh, let's say like an angular and uh, for the dynamic part we may have an API so that we can uh, put uh, th- uh, those two things in a uh, one domain and we can uh, divide it into behaviors so that uh, we can easily manage that and we can achieve that apart from a uh, typical content delivery network so uh, that's the uh, high level overview of the the service okay great okay uh, so guys uh, uh, since uh, cloudfront is uh, promising on uh, higher performance uh, how does uh, actually it uh, provide this high performance Okay, as Dinanthi mentioned, uh, AWS has uh, edge locations distributed among the globe. So, other than that, it has all it has uh, 
regional cashier. Regional cashiers also that small pool, ever cash also has edge location, but it's a small so on. So using all those things, AWS can reach end users all around the globe in very easily. So end user has low latency because he can reach that website. From very short latency. Uh, as example, if I want to access a website hosted in US, uh, I, I won't be accessing it from uh, actually US region. Uh, I can, uh, I will be accessing it via Mumbai edge location or some edge location or regional cache near to me. Uh, that's the way that it handles that caches. Uh, other than that, it has uh, uh, that persistent uh, connection with uh, that origin server so if developer changes anything in uh, that origin server it will uh, have con have a connection with that origin server and update that uh, regional cache or edge location very quickly so end user can have that uh, updated version very quickly okay so developers also doesn't have to worry about like uh, updating the cache on cloud front it will automatically do the updates for you yeah, yeah. okay but uh, actually uh, AWS gives that uh, ability to change that cache. Uh, we can uh, adding that uh, TTL, that uh, time to um, time to live. So from that, actually, uh, if uh, developers want to uh, leave th those caches a bit longer, we can uh, have that ability. Oh, okay. And we can do all those things through the API so that uh, it would be much easier and much faster. So that uh, maybe like uh, with uh, AWS, we have this uh, cloud formation, these stacks, and uh, those things so that uh, like we can automate the infrastructure and we can have that uh, abilities also like uh, mm -hmm. dynamically changing these things and uh, yeah, attach things to the cloud front. So we will be talking about those things as well. Okay. okay so, uh uh, to sum up those things, uh, if I am a company and I, ha I have my website uh, and I am in US, if one of my clients want to access from Sri Lanka, then uh, they uh, traditionally what happens is they uh, ping into my servers in uh, maybe in California. Uh, but uh, now if you're using CloudFront, uh, if the person is in Sri Lanka, it will ping up to a Mumbai or something yeah, yeah, and exactly. it will... Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, shorten the latency yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so oh. exactly what happens is like uh, let's say that when we ping the mumbai maybe the uh, content is not available in the cache so mm. what the uh, cloud fund could do is that uh, it will take that from the origin server so the origin server is in california oh, okay. so that uh, okay. uh, that it detects that it is not available at the edge location yeah. so then it will fetch like uh, such a describe it mm. will fetch it from california and then it will cache it and uh, the first request will have to go through this cycle. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, but then the, for the next users, yeah, next users, users it will oh, okay. be cache yeah. and cache will be served. For, yeah. for first, first user, mm. may have some <coughs> latency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. that's good. So, uh, guys, uh, uh, when to use Amazon CloudFront or S3? So, yeah, actually, the thing is like uh, these are two services. Actually, uh, uh, this is a common confusion because. Uh, in S3, uh, we have a feature that uh, is static web hosting so that we can use an S3 bucket as a like a web host. Yeah. And uh, in CloudFront also, what we do is like a static hosting so that it will be like come to like a same thing. So that is that is why this confusion happens. And actually, when I was starting with AWS, I also had this confusion. 
So uh, the thing is that S3 is uh, the focus is storing large files and uh, providing a, a storage capacity and yeah. uh, CloudFront is more towards like uh, content delivery and uh, uh, act as a reverse proxy for an origin server so that uh, it will it will act uh, act, act uh, for the origin server so th that's the difference and uh, since uh, from 2014 uh, CloudFront has uh, uh, introduced this thing that uh, uh, Content uh, which are like uh, traveling to uh, from origin server to the edge location that that won't be charged so that uh, that data transfer will not be charged so ah, that uh, okay. the best thing the, the good thing is that we can put the uh, content uh, for a static uh, website in S3 bucket and we can uh, connect this with CloudFront and we can benefit from both. Ah, okay, yeah. you so, put however amount of the data in S3 and yeah. link that. Okay, that's then uh, the. Uh, the, the data that travels to the AWS network mm. uh, to the edge location that won't be charged from okay. 2014. That's a good yeah. uh, tip. Like uh, last yeah. week, we were discussing on uh, cost optimization, yeah, yeah. and there yeah. were many uh, many ways of doing that. And this also one actually. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, another thing actually that uh, when we host that uh, website in uh, S3, uh, if some end users access via that location if you host it in US uh, East region and users all the users access that from East, US East region there's no not much difference from using CloudFront and uh, S3 bucket yeah it's the same but uh, that end users from uh, another location mm. it means that uh, England or Sri Lanka or some place it will affect you yeah. so if end users are all around the are from all around the world using CloudFront have much benefit other than using stable so it's all also like uh, it depends on your business uh, yeah. uh, processes as well yeah. yeah so you want to reach to the entire world this this will benefit yeah. you yeah. but if you are uh, focusing on a close community yeah. still it won't yeah. uh, help then, you um, so yeah. yeah okay so uh, as i want you to ask this question uh, what is the so called lambda and uh, edge in cloud front and yeah. uh, how we can use it actually yeah actually uh, like uh, this is a kind of a, uh, a little bit new thing but uh, actually it is now uh, heavily used in uh, upnove also uh, so lambda h means that uh, we have lambda functions in aws so that uh, uh, that is like uh, you only pay for the execution time and uh, the data transfer and those kind of things and uh, lambda h is uh, same thing as lambda functions but, but the difference is that uh, a lambda will be attached to a cloud front so that uh, in a cloud front we have uh, different triggers so that uh, these uh, these events can trigger a lambda function which is attached to a uh, cloud front so uh, that, that's the basic idea so uh, what uh, what is happening is like uh, in uh, cloud front we have like uh, a request comes from a user so that will be like a viewer request so a viewer okay. is requesting something from the cloud fund. Mm. So th that is a one event. And yeah. uh, then uh, we have viewer response so that uh, cloud fund will give the response back to the viewer. So that is the viewer response. Yeah. And uh, cloud fund will be attached with the origin server so that uh, it will fetch the content. Yeah, fetch the so yeah. uh, there will be like a origin request. So cloud fund will request the content from the origin server. And uh, there will be a, another event like uh, uh, origin response, response yeah. so the 
response will be back to the CloudFront. Mm-hmm. So these four events we have. So for these four events we have, we, we can attach a Lambda. So that oh, okay. Uh, you can trigger yeah, some functions. Yeah, yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. So then we have lots of use cases for these things. And uh, basically uh, that is what H, H, uh, Lambda attach means. So okay. that uh, we can trigger a Lambda function uh, when any of four, any, any one of these events happening. So that's that's the thing. So we, we have a kind of a list of use cases, but uh, uh, to begin with, I'll describe like one use case that we also using at Upnovit. So one is uh, we can uh, authenticate requests so that uh, uh, the actual use case in Upnovit is that uh, we have uh, a development uh, in a development domain as well, so that we need to quickly authenticate this one. So for that, we use a Lambda attach so that uh, uh, request comes uh, through the uh, CloudFront so that quickly we can attach a Lambda function so we can check, uh, we can ask user to input some uh, username and password so then only with that username and password we will authenticate the users mm. for our dev environment. So this is not like a Cognito kind of a mm, uh, full feature yeah. authentication but uh, for a development one uh, this, is, yeah. this is really good. Okay. Yeah. So that is a one use case. Mm. So. Uh, if you are going to talk about uh, other use cases as well so like uh, another use case that we are using is like uh, SEO optimization so that uh, uh, let's say that we have an angular application kind of a single page application uh, a common problem is that uh, when a web crawler or something comes in and uh, it, it tries to retrieve the data it only sees the index.html yeah. but uh, that is not good for SEO so what yeah. we have to do is like uh, we have to serve the content uh, that is good for SEO, so like meta tags and those kind of things, so that uh, we can have like uh, we can have like uh, origin server, and we can cache uh, the the responses that we need to serve for a SEO crawl or something, so that we can uh, we can detect the uh, headers, so that we can uh, detect that uh, this request is coming from a crawler or bot or something. Oh, okay. Then we can quickly grab that uh, content which is SEO friendly and serve that. If oh, actual okay. user comes in, we can serve the uh, the original actually other than that actually we can use that uh, uh, CloudFront as a as a uh, mediator that we can uh, change our request headers and all the content of our viewers request uh, and also viewers we can uh, manipulate the viewers response too uh, actually if uh, I we use a hash request and our developer wants to add some content to that request in the in, uh, middle, in middle of that before reaching uh, in origin. Uh, CloudFront can provide that feature. Actually, uh, in CloudFront, we can get uh, uh, some. Uh, um, uh, if you want, if uh, developer want to add some data to uh, end user's request, we was actually we was request. Uh, it can uh, gather the data from uh, actually from uh, another service like uh, DynamoDB or any other Dynam uh, content site uh, and attach that data to that. Uh, so it's like you you can intercept the request and add some another like additional data from yeah, exactly. another DB yeah. uh, before it reaching to your uh, uh, like uh, your parent uh, directly uh, like origin origin, origin, origin yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a very useful case, useful user case because uh, it can uh, actually uh, that for users of uh, that lambda h lambda 
and also other than that we, if we want to use that party to authorize our request you can we can use that part Oh. And actually, it's a very good use case. Yeah. Authorization in the sense, actually, we can add uh, Cognito also uh, for that uh, authorization thing uh, attached with this uh, H Lambda. And uh, when it comes like dynamic content, so that uh, one interesting thing that I would like to share is that uh, we can have like uh, dynamic web applications uh, which are uh, you, uh, which are attached to this uh, Lambda page. So that uh, let's say that uh, we have like a template in H3 bucket, so that. Let's say we have uh, like uh, HTML page, uh, HTML document with the handlebar uh, kind of a template uh, library, so that uh, we have to like populate the uh, uh, this template with data, so that data could be in uh, DynamoDB or some mm. other third party thing, so that we can just uh, fetch the template and then we can. Uh, uh, fetch ah, data yeah, from yeah. there. That's, that's a real good scenario. Like yeah. uh, you don't want to cache those data because uh, data should can be dynamic. So yeah, yeah, you exactly. Keep the template in the cache, but yeah. data is real time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. That's cool. uh, so that is a one use case. And uh, what we can do is like uh, let's say that uh, uh, we have a particular path, so that uh, for this path uh, we get the uh, data from the DynamoDB and we populate that, and uh, uh, we generate the response. And uh, we can do this in uh, like uh, origin request, origin request event. So if we do this in origin request event, what happens is that uh, th this is uh, going through like uh, CloudFront. So that in CloudFront, this will be cached. So that mm. if the same request comes in, then uh, the CloudFront will act as a cache. So that uh, uh, the H Lambda won't run uh, for the uh, uh, cache time. So that oh. uh, the Lambda execution will not be charging, but uh, the cache will be served. Mm. So that that cost benefit there uh, for that uh, use case as well and apart from that uh, we can have like a b testing so that we don't have to like uh, manage anything but we can uh, just deploy cloudfront uh, cloudfront h lambda so that uh, we can uh, take some uh, requests and direct them to a uh, another uh, content and uh, like uh, we can do the a b testing like uh, we can take uh, the things from uh, another history bucket or uh, anything. So like we can maybe like uh, read uh, at the redirect the redirection also at the uh, lambda edge. Uh, yeah. So we can we have like a myriad of uh, things that we can do. So that uh, uh, another thing that comes to my mind is like uh, uh, let's say that uh, we have like request from ports and crawlers maybe crawlers we have to optimize so that uh, for this seo purposes but let's say bots are requesting so that we can detect that at the uh, lambda page and then we can uh, like uh, uh, serve a cache response or something so that we are uh, that cost is not uh, going to happen at the uh, origin servers so that mm -hmm. uh, we can mitigate the uh, uh, server cost and th those kind of things so those benefits are there with the h lambda yeah. Anything else that comes to your mind, Sajita? So I think there are lots of things with uh, regarding to Lambda Edge. What uh, mitigations and... Uh, yeah. Um, actually... And uh, another use case is like uh, real-time uh, image optimization kind of thing. Let's say that uh, the request comes in and uh, uh, we see that uh, we, we have the... Uh, images in a one history bucket mm -hmm. so that according to this request we can uh, uh, like uh, uh, optimize the image so that let's say that if the request is coming from a mobile device then we can uh, uh, 
optimize this image uh, like uh, reducing dimension or kind of thing and oh, okay. then we can serve and we can also cache that so that uh, it will be used uh, the, the cache will be used mm -hmm. so these kind of things are there and actually when it comes to uh, lambda edge actually it will run at the uh, uh, closest to the user so mm -hmm. that uh, latency also it will automatically will... detect where, where it comes from and uh... Uh, actually it is attached to the cloud front so that uh, it, it is like uh, more like uh, uh, closer to the user so that latency okay. is reduced okay. so that uh, let's say uh, a normal lambda function so it will have a region kind mm -hmm. of a thing so mm -hmm. that uh, uh, the request has to go through the net uh, globe and maybe execute but uh, when it comes to h lambda it is uh, close to the cloud front so that uh, uh, the latency will be reduced okay that benefit also there Okay, the uh, name mentioned that edge lambda means that it's uh, uh, user said that edge locations actually the, those uh, so that uh, functions happens at the edge locations and other than that that uh, serving caches means that if that some request come to uh, early request um, comes again multiplies that uh, that that caching happens at the regional caches mm. so uh, that caching uh, response. Uh, have have not have, don't have to reach to the edge location if that same request comes again to uh, that uh, lambda edge mm -hmm. uh, lambda it will uh, actually uh, response will generate at uh, regional cache location. Okay. So so uh, so I just want to clarify things. So uh, what you mean by same request? Is it from a same user or it's like for same uh, path? Maybe for like a home page or this kind of. A Path uh, or like actually, for dedicated to the user specific user. Actually, it will depend okay. if that that uh, same uh, response uh, request kind mm. of that uh, going to home page for okay. every user it's same. No? Oh, okay, so okay. home yeah. page request it will be it will be for same for every user. Mm. But uh, if you can think of like uh, scenario like uh, logging, it will differ from user to user. User, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. So if uh, one user try to log in twice at uh, same uh, small time period it will uses that caches and respond back okay cool guys so uh, 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 how to use cloudfront uh, with a s3 bucket uh, maybe to host a simple website guys okay uh, actually it's quite simple uh, as uh, I, I will uh, explain it as step by step Okay, uh, first step is uh, actually upload your stat static website to S3 bucket. Okay. St static website means it's a storage device now. So we can uh, store our st static website in uh, S3 bucket. Uh, then actually it will uh, automatically generate uh, if we use static of that S3 bucket for static hosting, it will automatically generate uh, some URL for that one. But it's quite uh, difficult to actually pronounce it because it's that yeah it's many like um, user yeah. Not user long program. URL it's yeah. a long URL is not present yeah. so uh, after that uh, actually we can uh, use Starfifty to generate custom domain for your website uh, actually we if you hosting website we need the custom domain for that uh, you, uh, for business to uh, your personal use. Uh, we can create that uh, custom domain using Route 53 and yeah, uh, so uh, so that's that's it that is for after you hosting your not hosting after you uploading your website to the S3 you getting this huge URL yeah uh, so so shorten this up to a uh, usable, uh, usable URL you usable. Uh, doing this step okay. yeah 
Yeah. Uh, after that, actually, we have to combine those things. For that, we can use that cloud front. Okay. Cloud front. Actually, we can uh, uh, use that uh, S3 bucket to or has a as a origin for that cloud front and. It will use that uh, uh, static website uh, URL to access that uh, um, static, static content of your your, your static content yeah. content and uh, it will uh, redirect um, actually uh, its user and then we can actually we can attach that uh, custom created uh, domain your domain you created using Node to that. Uh, uh, cloud front uh, and redirect that uh, domain when user asks for that uh, domain oh, okay. to that history bucket. Okay. Yeah. Um, after that, uh, actually, it's 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 simple as that actually. Um, so if uh, a end user want to access that domain, it will uh, go to that cloud front and it will redirect to that history bucket. History bucket. Okay. Uh, that's a simple. Uh, it's a summary of overview of that process. Uh, One confusion point is that uh, when we are using that part, uh, we have to use uh, that as a custom origin. Yeah. So that uh, we we will have that uh, when you are going to the AWS console, so you will have like S3 origins and uh, those kind of origins. So that, yeah. uh, but for this purpose, we have to uh, explicitly use the use it as a custom origin. So that. Uh, uh, we will have like uh, cloud uh, cloud fund will uh, like uh, uh, replace the kind of uh, domain so that uh, it will goes directly to the S3. So, oh, okay. so that uh, let's say that we have uh, another website uh, with a domain so that it is like uh, same thing happens so that mm. uh, in S3 we have a separate domain for the S3 website uh, static web hosting and uh, we will use that as the uh, uh, custom origin. Oh, okay. so, so we have to be careful regarding that uh, when we do that yeah. and uh, apart from that uh, uh, when we are using like uh, to serve some static uh, files or something uh, not as a web host we can use uh, s3 bucket and uh, uh, the cloud fund then uh, to secure those things we can use origin access identity so that uh, but uh, should remember that we can't use origin access identity when we are using this uh, static web yeah. so those two parts we will have to keep in mind uh, as a confusion points yeah actually other than that if you want to use secure line actually HTTPS yeah you can attach that SSL certifications to CloudFront okay. so it will check for those things uh, mm. when serving customers Okay guys, uh, since we discussed many things, uh, so uh, to sum up this uh, episode, uh, what is the uh, final takeaway for our users and maybe a lot of developers uh, listening to this, so what is the takeaway for them? Yeah, uh, the final takeaway would be like, uh, so that uh, Amazon CloudFront, uh, we can use that as a traditional CDN, so that the traditional content delivery network, uh, that is... Uh, completely fine so that uh, we can use uh, it uh, that way but apart from that uh, the uh, uh, the true uh, use case comes with the uh, it can act as a reverse proxy for your origin servers so that uh, it can have a, like a central place where you uh, put your all behaviors so that uh, you can serve the static contents and you can uh, serve the dynamic contents so all those things can be put together in a one place and you can attach a 
uh, custom domain so those things are all there so that is the final takeaway so that uh, you can have like a centralized hub kind of a thing and you can use this as a mediation service as well with the uh, lambda H. so that would be the final takeaway for the uh, use cases business cases okay uh, thanks a lot uh, Dilanth and Sasit uh, for sharing your knowledge with our listeners uh, and since this is uh, a our last episode on AWS. Uh, just for a, a small reminder, uh, guys, uh, you will getting a new uh, uh, topic from last uh, next week onwards. Uh, so uh, follow us uh, through our uh, platform uh, platforms. We are on uh, any major platform uh, podcasting platforms. Uh, see you guys in next week. Then take care.